0: I'm Mike Peters. I'm Dan Morfitt. and, and this, this is, is top top content. Content. What? content.
1: This is how we should do
0: podcasts in complete silence. <laughs> it was. <laughs> change the game. <laughs> Is it like, what, like John Cage's 4 minutes 33, but for podcasts? I love that. Just yes. the, the, yeah, the John Cage podcast. It's just 27 minutes of just unadulterated <laughs> silence. Uh, 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 interspersed only uh, by an, only by an advert, like um, 13 and a half minutes in. boom, boom, There you go. <laughs> that would be great. The John Cage podcast brought to you in association with... Hearing a pin drop. Squarespace. Squarespace. Because Squarespace.
1: Seemingly, uh, <laughs> podcasts would not exist in the United Kingdom if it wasn't
0: for Squarespace. So, they've squared the space for podcasts for us to try and square the circle or obliterate the triangle or something. Yeah. Uh, I think that's what they uh, they teach them at Eton. What to square square the triangle?
1: No, obliterate the triangle. Mm, Punani mm. <laughs> Whackers.
0: Every single one. Of them. <laughs> well, of course, I mean, I don't know. Are triangles available from from uh, John Lewis or Pharaoh and Ball? I I think you can get it from
1: Pharaoh and Ball, yeah. and also use it as a chalkboard as well, so you can uh, put up a
0: weekly meal plan. Nah, I I never knew that. Uh, I mean, it's it's quite sort of an interesting sort of change of direction for a you know a classic comedy double act to go into the world of paint manufacturing. Oh, what Pharaoh and Ball? Pharaoh and Ball. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Mia
1: Farrow and and Bobby Ball coming together like that was something <laughs> yeah. that nobody ever saw. To go from Frank Sinatra to yeah. go from Woody Allen, yeah, let's let's not go there. Yeah, not, no. To Bobby Ball, the yeah. late Bobby Ball, complete change of mood, and I I think brilliant. Um, in- inspired, it's quite nice. To, yeah, to to see that it's going to continue. Uh, I don't know if you know this yet, but on HBO Max here in the US, it's going to be. Ronan Farrow, yeah, the son of Mia, who doesn't look like Frank Sinatra in any way at all, and, and uh, Zoe Ball, so, together. Yeah. and I think I think that works. Others may decry that, but they are wrong, and they can go f- themselves.
0: Yeah, as, as I mean, is that is that like the new? Because Ronan Farrow, of course, is he a, a sort of a crusading journalist, isn't he? Does he work for the? Is it is it the Atlantic he works for, or, or the New Yorker, or something? I, th- I think I think he's freelance, but
1: Is he? he's been in the New Yorker, he's been in the Atlantic, he's been in the New York Times. Yeah, he's a, he's a good journalist. Or obviously helps with his family links.
0: Well. But whose family? Yeah, I was going to um, say. Prince Andrew. Anyway. Uh, oh, God. Did you see in the week, it,
1: it was like hidden away in the news, Miasma um about the people being arrested at prince andrew's estate yeah yeah when when the police went there prince andrew was nowhere to be seen And it's like i don't think they were i don't think they were entering i think they were trying to get out it said like a 31 year old woman had tried to get out she'd been there 15 years um <laughs> no. and, again rumors conjecture because the real story's never been given it has been said that one of the people going there was attempting to deliver extradition papers. Again,
0: <laughs> could be bullshit. Probably is. But it's probably an Amazon. Probably I an Amazon don't... driver got lost to something in Windsor Great Park or something like that. That's probably what's happened. Yeah, it
1: might have be been Hermes trying to deliver like <laughs> yeah. a, a, a second hot tub unit that should have been going to you. Um, yeah, it's, I, I, I say that as well because um, I, I got really fucked off on Sunday night well, Sunday <laughs> afternoon. Is that like,
0: oh, man, I got so drunk on Saturday night? No, no, mind. no, I, I got day, really
1: day. f***ing annoyed. Um, I can't imagine what you'd be getting annoyed about, but carry on. And It's not what seemingly the rest of the country got annoyed about, because we'll probably argue about that later on in top content. Um, no, I saw the news straight away at 10 o'clock BBC One, or 10 yes. o'clock your time, yes. 5 o'clock our time. And the top story was uh, Manchester United oh, Liverpool yes. postponed because... A few lagered up idiots, to be fair, had entered Old Trafford. I saw them throwing around tripods and stuff. And that's fair. I understand why they did it. I understand Mm. why outside as well there was a large anti glazer, glazer out protest. I understand that. The way that the news at 10 on the BBC on Sunday night framed it was these people have entered a stadium belonging to someone else illegally. A protest. Two police officers were hurt, yes. one seriously. Mm-hmm. And. This is not a good advert for the Premier League
0: and the worldwide football market.
1: Not once did it mention that the protesters inside the ground and outside the ground were there to protest at the Glazers, who a vocal minority of Manchester United fans have always hated. Yes. And why they're doing it now because of Super League. To tell us about two police officers were injured. Hang on. Where are you getting this information from? Is it the police? Because we know a few months ago when there were riots in Bristol... I say a few months, a few f***ing days ago in Bristol when there were riots. Oh, police officers have been hurt. OK. Can we have their names? I, actually, um, we, we thought police officers were hurt, but officially no police officers were hurt. So the police have lied to us? Yes. So the media's now... Bringing that out verbatim. So, Old Trafford. How did all these people get into Old Trafford? It's one of the most <laughs> secure sites in the country, especially at the moment because you can't get in because of COVID, because they're still not allowing people back in.
0: Well, I actually, F- I got sent a video by a friend of mine who is a United supporter yesterday, which the legitimacy. I mean, I think it's 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 legit. There seemed to be uh, somewhere around the back of the strepford end. they booted in a door, which I think had AE6 written on it. So it was a, it was a glass door and uh, mm. there was a, a minute-long video of one lad attempting to kick it three times, completely completely failure. then his mate walks up and just goes, boosh, and boots it in. Bad day for his masculinity there. But anyway, and then the, and that's how they all they all went in. Now, I have a theory that actually what's happened here is they thought that they were trying to get into the Blossoms gig. <laughs> And, and Sefton Park, but of course they've in Liverpool, which, from what I understand, was a roaring success, as with the uh, the gig at Bramley Moor on Friday. But yeah, I yeah, think
1: the big rave, the big rave,
0: and yeah, I just think they've thought because obviously you know Manchester is you know the world capital of music, apparently. And is it? Well, wow. I, I'm I, I'm being facetious. I'm being facetious. It's a great oh, musical yeah. heritage, but yes, they've they've tried to get in there, and you know these lads stood there with with blue bags full of cans of Skull and any other lagers are available. And, you know, then, then they've just danced Is skull around the goals. still available? I don't know, probably. I love to kind of Skull, back I don't know. I don't know. But that's uh, so what they've done. They've got, they've got confused and thought they were going to the Blossoms gig and they're like, hang on, I don't want to watch Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville sing like Anton Deck. Duck. I don't want to watch that. Watch that shit. Oh, Where's the lighting? Understand. Where's the lighting? Come on, lads, I want to have a rave. What well, down-assie
1: man. I completely understand why people were protesting. And Oh yeah, that's fine, and I'm angered by you know. You saw some lads in Old Trafford bouncing along on the advertising plastic on the seats, cans of Stella in the hand, as if it was still 1997, <laughs> and breaking equipment ready for the broadcast. That's effing ridiculous!
0: It was stupid, stupid as absolutely heck. stupid. If your if your if, if your goal if others, your goal is to to get a maximum coverage for this, then destroying camera equipment that we can actually put your pictures of what you are doing and your protest to the world is a slightly counterproductive yeah. po- sort of uh, sort of stance to take. But at the same time,
1: I applaud the lads who got into Old Trafford with the football and just started playing around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Off. That is
0: what should have happened. To a degree, I I I, I can't excuse criminality. I, I, I saw I watched the conversation yesterday on a WhatsApp group that I'm in, which is predominantly made up of Liverpool and Manchester United supporters. The fascinating <laughs> sort of um, dichotomy. Of- surely, though, surely though, criminality is obviously only the last resort
1: when all other options have been well, ignored. Well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not yeah. condoning criminality, obviously, but I'm saying. A good few of those people who got into Old Trafford did so for, with good intent. Yes. There were then some lagered up
0: okay, it's, well that also got in. T- t- yes. Two points I would say is that firstly, the, the United fan. I, I assume he was a United fan from what he was saying. Was arguing saying, "Well, good on me. I'm really pleased that they did all this. It was brilliant." And a, a friend of mine who's a Liverpool supporter said to him, "Well, you know, vandalism, assault, trespassing." And he went, oh, trespassing, bit precious, mate." And I'm like, "No, hang on. It is trespassing. It's not. It's private land. You may think that you are."
1: No, 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 no. See I, what I, mean? I, I this is I fundamentally disagree with you here because this is this is the same thing that. The news report was going, going. They've entered Old Trafford. This is disgusting. This is the Hallow Turf, the Theatre of Dreams. The reporter, whoever was doing it for the ten o'clock news, was masturbatory in his lust for Manchester United, which was absolutely pitiful. But it's not. There was, there was a very solemn stadium. Tale. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it's not the Glazer Stadium. It's what? the fan stadium. <laughs> well, it belongs to the fans, it, and this is what they are protesting at. But this, okay, and this is what the fifty plus one. This this idea is about yes
0: yes I I I, I, agree, I agree but the, the simple fact is they don't own it they are the but equally the Glazers aren't don't are, are simply the custodians of of Manchester United the thing I would say is I had a Facebook memory come up today and it was two years ago today right <laughs> that I was on the pitch at Goodison but perfectly legitimately because my brother was refereeing at like um, at the end of the season they have like corporate games where people pay money and they're allowed hmm. to come and they wear the kits and everything else and he was refereeing the game. And he which he'd done before. So there's, it's closed to the public. It's just literally the families and friends. of, And I I was able to go in, in the tunnel, all the rest of it. Got on the pitch. Football's there. So I kicked on into the Gladys Street net. Now, now, so therefore, I completely understand where when you are presented with an opportunity to get onto the, the hallowed turf of the club that you love, I would have struggled in that instance not to have joined them and gone, right, yeah, I want to get on the pitch at Old Trafford if I was a United fan. I totally, totally understand that. However... The argument is, is that, right, you know, we want to make our point and all the rest of it. And well, these, you know, this lad's point on the, on the WhatsApp group was, well, you know, we've, brilliant because they've got what they wanted. They've got media and all the rest of it and out of it. And I'm thinking they'd have got it anyway. They didn't have to do that to get media. If, if they, if they'd done a sit in, blocked the team coaches getting in they'd have got the same sort of effect. Equally oh, yeah. equally De- equally the, the, the- but equally, if the point is to try and get the glazers' attention, the only language that they understand and their ilk is is money cash. The only thing cash. you could do that would actually impact them and therefore impact the club, but it's you've got to look at the long and go, oh, well hang on. You know, is to not buy any merchandise. But then that hits the club in the pocket. But then that it affects you on the t- on the on the pitch because you can't buy players and so on and so forth eventually. But you have to think: well, what is my what is my end game here? What's the long game, I, Mike? I I understand that and I respect that. But the Glazers and the other Quislings
1: of the Super League yeah. wanted to completely bypass the fans. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Bypass the need yes. for them buying merchandise because they'd have Indians and Chinese people and Africans buying the Manchester United shirts. Yes, so they had to do something. I I do not condone the Wazocks who went in willfully destroying things they lacked organization for one thing and most importantly they lacked discipline if they had entered old trafford and sat down on the pitch i would have backed them to the hill yes and i still back the greater protest the green and gold movement outside a few thousand people of all ages of all sexes of all races that outside old trafford on sunday who were making that stand The was that got inside granted Idiots. but the BBC's tone was deplorable they spoke to a few people outside you had this masturbatory reporter go oh it's the theatre of dreams it's one of the greatest cathedrals <laughs> to soccer on the planet earth it's like f***ing hell but never did they once mention why they were doing it so stupidly because their club had acted stupidly in wanting to go to Super League, which let's not forget was a binding contract. So to say at the end, this this is a dark day for British football because the worldwide market of soccer has been robbed of one of the great games, Manchester United versus Liverpool. And it was just that last phrase of the report before Clive Myrie took back it over. You're just thinking you've missed the point entirely. As a news report... That talks of balance. It was awful, and I say this with respect, not uh, not to to bring up the the awfulness, but this is a dark day in British football and the Premier League. You never f***ing said that on April the fifteenth, nineteen eighty nine, did you, BBC? You took the line from Thatcher. You took the line from Bernard Ingram. It's it's so annoying. I'm I feel bad for. I'm no Man United fan, and I'm no Liverpool fan. But it was bad for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer because there was a good chance Man United would have t***ed Liverpool on Sunday, absolutely obliterated them. And now that game hasn't been rescheduled, has it yet? It could be abandoned.
0: No, no, no. They'll they'll play it. They'll have have to be rescheduled. They'll have to to be played at some point. But it's
1: just like I I completely understand because I think Neville and Carragher were doing... Sky Yeah, they're, they're doing their and standard back chair. Uh, yeah, yeah, and and I think Dave Jones was like going, "Well, this is terrible." And and I think they were both going, "Well, no, no, it's not actually." The fans have had enough. And and I think they they took the same same line in that you don't condone criminality, you don't condone destruction of property. No, of course you don't. But they've had enough.
0: But you can. Granted, but you have to. You, you don't condone it, but you have to understand the feeling behind it. That's yeah. about what it's about.
1: And that's what a news report should have done. Yeah. A news report should have said exactly that but it didn't it had a man working himself over the fact that he was at Manchester United <laughs>
0: oh can, gosh can, can I just though in the interest of balance can I just mention that I've worked with? you mentioned the BBC's tone well I've worked with Tony many times and he's a lovely chap <laughs> very, very, very generous his, his tone so uh, I, I won't have a word said against him lovely, lovely man and he's also a hip hop legend to do Funky Cobadina
1: and then and then join the BBC at the bottom rung because I believe he started at BBC Wiltshire in <laughs> Swindon. He's, he's he's done so well for himself. And now he's based out of Salford, which is not Manchester. Congratulations it, to Tone Locke. It, 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 did, he, did he talk like
0: that when he did the, the evening show on BBC Wiltshire? <laughs> Wild thing. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Can I just, no, just in the got, interest of hip in hop just look at my mug, oh. look at my mug, and see what it says on it. Oh, drop it like it's hot. Drop his heart. it like it's hot. Snoop's got
1: an attitude. Snoop's not much older than you or I, is he really? He's very young. Snoop Dogg. He's about, he's he's he about old. fifty. No, I think he's like forty-seven, forty-eight. Oh, hang on a he looks minute. about Whoa. sixty. Well, he looks about sixty.
0: Calvin Broadus, Snoop. Because was he was he Dre's cousin or was he Easy E's cousin? Born October twentieth, nineteen seventy-one. Oh, so he's forty-nine. Yes, well, he's fifty-fifty. Yeah, he's very young, considering he's been in the game since the early nineties. Yeah, he's, he's, obviously. He was what twenty then when he was Really, was Yeah, when he died, yeah.
1: But it's it's like um, the youngest man in hip hop, Q-Tip. I can't believe how young he was in Tribe Called Quest. How old? It is phenomenal. How, I think he was, he was about seventeen. He's never aged. He's um, like Pharrell as well. Pharrell never
0: aged. You went went a bit Louis Walsh then. Can I just say, I can't believe how young. I can't believe. uh, You're just 17. You you went a bit. Sorry.
1: (laughs) I never want to go a bit Louis Walsh. I want to go the full (laughs) Louis Walsh Walsh. if I ever go Louis Walsh. (laughs) You remind me of a young Lenny Henry. (laughs) What? What? (laughs) <laughs> oh, because he, cause he's because he's
0: black, <laughs> Louis. What? <laughs> well, uh, <I laughs> you remind me of a young, darn French. Well, th- th- now 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 we're, now we're moving thank towards. You. Hang on, now we're moving back towards Shola Amiobi again. Now we're moving towards Bobby Robson. <laughs> by the way, uh, oh. thank you to Emil for for messaging me to tell me that we were, we got the Carl Court story spot on. Shola Amiobi was also known by the great Sir Bobby as Lanky Amiobi. Oh no, Lanky Bambi. Lanky Bambi. He got Lanky Bambi. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I knew it was Carl Kortz because he's the brother of Leon Kortz, who was an absolutely perfect centre back for City. The the number of goals he scored for Champions uh, is <laughs> from corners is beautiful. Absolute top lad. And then he went to Palace, which all of our best uh, centre backs normally do. Don't know why he went there. What, oh, by what, the way, yeah, whole City are champions. Fifty
0: five years since our last championship. Is it? When was that? Yeah. Have, hang on! Last did time, you not win the championship in the in the championship? Funnily enough, when you got promoted, no, was, we, was, we always went
1: automatics, and then we went you know, the playoffs. the, was the first time playoffs. Playoffs, first time. But we always did yeah, automatics. Yeah. We didn't. We didn't like. There's no point in being champions because silver is better. You you you're setting your expectations too high you go champions. But the last time we were champions, it was 1966, and we all know what happened in that year. Well, there yes, you yeah, yeah. Eric Cantona was born.
0: Um, <laughs> haven't won the FA Cup. There you go. That's what happened. Yeah. Signed Alan Ball, um, yeah, um, yeah. I'd say England once. Alan Ball, Signed Alan Ball in 1966.
1: Of course, that's the original uh, Mia Farrow and Alan Ball <laughs> line up yeah, from yeah, the yeah. sixties.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Alan Ball was the inspiration that was the- behind Rosemary's Baby. Suddenly, <laughs> so did their folk? I was them doing their folk act, wasn't it? Around
1: yeah, yeah, around the yeah. clubs
0: of because he was obviously at Blackpool in those days before he moved to Everton. So you know, he, Farrow and Ball rocked to the uh, Garstang British Legion. Fortnightly on Tuesdays, um, with the a, a selection of quality hits of Peter, Paul, and Mary, although it probably predates them,
1: yeah. And they put everything with like a slight twist. Yeah. Are you going to Litham Fair? Yeah,
0: well, they had, so they had, a, back, a, they had a backing group as well called the Wingless Wonders.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, <laughs> Sir, Sir Stanley did the um, <laughs> half
0: time meat raffle. <laughs> <as well>. <laughs> 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 where, oh. where the prize was, if you could find some meat in the raffle rather than <laughs> yeah. rather than gristle, you were in fact the winner. I have I have some powdered egg. <laughs> Does anybody want powdered egg? Powdered egg, everyone. <laughs> oh, powdered I- egg. Actually, we were one of the support acts for that gig at Sefton Park on Sunday. They did one of the best Peel sessions ever,
1: 1983. <laughs> John Walters got them in because I think he heard them. <laughs> uh, I, I think he pissed on them on, on Matthew Street in Liverpool one night by mistake, and they just sparked up a tune as, uh, as soon as his uh, warm liquid left his glands. John, uh, John Walters—he got around, didn't he? He Played for Stoke, Ipswich, <laughs> <laughs> and the Republic, and and for Hull City as oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah. Because oh, he had his his baby was born in Hull, and. Uh, God, that kid will be really old now, like in their teens. They were born with their intestines outside of their body. And Blimey. And they then got back in.
0: I really liked uh, John Walters is the one who, wasn't he adopted? Was someone the footballer or the, or the John Peel's producer now? The the footballer.
1: Right. He was either adopted or, or he lost one of his parents at a very young age. And I, he did a very good interview, I think, with Tony Livesey a few years right. ago, which was beautiful, heartbreaking. Very, very... Uh, Good talk of the game as well. Wasn't given
0: the opportunity. Mm-hmm. City is Becky there? What? What are you looking at? Becky, are you there? Are you there? Yes, yeah, she, she, she is here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's, re, she's rewinding a, a, a tape. She's loading the tape up into uh, like a mini DV tape. She just apologised for it. No, sorry. Because I was is, looking is she, over. Is she censoring you live? No, no, not at all. No, no, she's not. She's not even listening to me as as, as usual. She, she's, she's loading. It. Is she the? Is she the arty to you? As Larry Sanders, yeah, is that well? She's not fucking hands. <laughs> she's just she's hey. swearing at me. No, 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 no. She's just loading the tape into uh, her uh, video editing software. Yeah. Is she swearing like a North Cheshire fishwife? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this yes. is why.
1: This is why everybody at school should be taught BSL. So because because oh. visual communication is 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 the future. Could you imagine if just a whole swathe of the UK could talk to each other um, <laughs> yeah. w- so, without the need for verbal communication? Say no to BSL. Yeah, oh, no, that's, the, that's ESL. Sorry, my mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. European Super League, yeah. British Sign Language, two very different things. Yeah. It's like, say, can everybody learn EDL? E- no. no. No, we don't want to learn anything about that. Thank you. Do you yeah, know, America's going massive for EDM, which is a cheese. <laughs> yes.
1: Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Top Contents. There is a full archive for you to enjoy right now at podfollow.com
0: slash topcontentspod. It will open up in your usual podcast player. You know what would be great? If you could review, share, subscribe, do all that, tell people that... You know, you know, and you like about us, and just tell people that you don't like uh, about us as well, because we just want more listeners, because that would be great. And also, you can find us on social media at Top Content Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. As always, Top Content has been a top content production.